Call to the booth. What's next for Russell Wilson? The Patriots taking over the AFC East. Paul, drop that beat. Call to the booth, Harrison Sanford and Key to Lead. Black Friday is over. Small Business Saturday is over. Cyber Monday is over. We're still trying to get some gifts when it comes to our best best. That'll be in our second segment. But first and foremost, before we even get to the power rankings and the no-fly zone rankings, I want to get in a little bit of the holiday spirit here with Akeeb. I am curious, with everybody shopping over this past weekend, what was the best gift that you got as a football player? Could be on the field, off the field. Mm. What, do you, what would you classify as your best gift? Best gift? We get some good gifts now, man. I done got I done got some some good luggage. I done got some good like Louis Vuitton luggage, man. I think that was probably a secret Santa in the DB room one time. Uh uh Vaughn got us these wines one time. He got us like some wine. You know what I'm saying? Some classic old wine. I'm talking about it gave crazy one cup crazy buzz. It was like Expensive, expensive wine, you know what I'm saying? I really appreciated that gift. Uh, one time for the Rams, uh, Secret Santa, uh, JJ John Johnson, he got me this Versace robe. I'll say that's probably my most used gift. It's this Versace robe, bro. I wore it like two winters straight. I, I got it on deck. I might bring it out this winter too. But it's probably, I wear it around the house all day long. It's super comfortable, man. That's probably my most worn, most used gift. So we get good gifts. We get good gifts, Harrison. For sure. And so I, I, I phrased that question a little bit outside of the box because I thought you might have said something like, you know, John Elway's six year, 57 mil contract. But, you know, well, that wasn't really Christmas, that though. I, I was I was more <laughs> thinking like Christmas time. You know what I'm Fair saying? Enough. But, you know, it's I got some good gifts. I mean, I was more in like the Christmas real gifts like that wasn't really a gift. Shit, I earned that. That was a, a job. <laughs> Shit. That was a job. You gave me a job. A nice ticket, but you gave me a good job. Indeed, he did. All right. Uh, speaking of the Broncos, they will not be here on the power rankings, uh, but one of your former teams is the New England Patriots here at number one, Tampa Bay Buccaneers at number two, Kansas City Chiefs at number three, Arizona Cardinals at number four, Baltimore Ravens at number five. I have two questions out of that. Number yeah. one. You must be real down on the Rams to not give the Packers a top five bump after they beat them there in well, Green Bay this past weekend. See what it was. I don't like. I don't. I, what I don't like to do in my top five. I don't like you to drop when you have a bye week. You know what I'm saying? So it was some bye weeks in there. Chiefs and Cardinals both had bye weeks. The Patriots stand at number one. Man, the Bucks. They they went out, but man, the Bucks is just nice to me. I feel like. The Bucks could easily be number one. So if they win, they probably going to be at number two. Or or they going to be in there. The Ravens, man, they keep pulling games off. They keep finding ways to win. So I ain't want to drop the Chiefs or the Cardinals out of there. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, the Packers, they right. They number six. They right there. Want to talk about the Patriots, and we'll save that for the no-fly zone, and, and you'll everybody will understand why in a moment. Uh, two teams that were not in the power rankings but did play Monday night football. Washington football team, Seattle Seahawks. Some way, somehow, with this new 17 playoff format, Washington football team with Taylor Heineke at quarterback, still in the mix for the playoffs and actually yeah. have a playoff spot right now as we speak. Want to talk about the other side of the ball. I, I, I am mystified, confused, 
flummoxed, whatever type of word, that, any synonym that relates to that, don't understand why, how the Seahawks had two golden opportunities to win these past two weeks at home versus the Arizona Cardinals with no Kyler Murray. Now on primetime game against the Washington football team, can't get a dub. And right. DK Metcalf, last three games, 326, no touchdowns. 431, no touchdown. 113 against the Washington football team, when you and I have talked about, have been horrible all year, still can't get it done. Before we ask about the future for Russell Wilson, what's wrong with the Seahawks? Well, I mean, he missed time, man. He broke that finger, you missed time, and it's a momentum game. They have zero momentum right now, man. The drives is coming to an end fast. There's a lot of three and outs. Uh, they just don't got that rhythm right now. You know what I'm saying? Even even Russell, man, his pocket presence, how he usually worked the pocket, that look even a little shaky right now. So I don't know, man. I don't know. It's just it's just when you miss time like that, you try to hop in and, and you try to just get it going. And football don't work like that, man. It takes rhythm. It takes guys to be on the same page at all times. We heard the noise this offseason about Russell Wilson potentially not wanting to be there. And I think eventually, obviously, he came back. And I think at that moment in time, you thought that was his way of trying to force the hand of management to kind of get the roster that he wanted around him. Still hasn't turned out to be a successful season. You've got the Rams there. They're always on the up and up. The Arizona Cardinals are on the up and up. And the San Francisco 49ers seem to be a very well-coached team, and they're going to be around for a while. And that's mm -hmm. with maybe Jimmy Garoppolo at their quarterback, who everybody isn't a big fan of. I ask you again now, is Russell Wilson coming back to Seattle next season? I don't know, man. It was you hear them rumors in in, in off season and and this year. I mean, he did what he was supposed to do at the beginning of the year. He was super professional about it. I want to be here. I don't want to go nowhere. He the face of the franchise. That's what he posed to say, man. If you plan on having a good season, but your off season, your your season is a reflection of your off season, and you, you kind of see what they off season was like. It was a it was it was crazy. You know what I'm saying it was a bunch of drama, and you see how their season going. So. I don't know, man. If 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 Russell feel that same way this offseason, he want to get out this time. I think he might be able to do it. Uh, it's, a, it's a year a year closer to the end of his contract, and yeah, it's 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 not gonna surprise me if guys move around. If we got like three big name quarterbacks move around this year. It won't surprise me. It's about that time, man. It's, it's it happened every couple of years. So it's about that time right now. Just might be time, and with the way that division is, it might be brighter. Uh, the 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 grass might be greener if he goes somewhere else. With that being said, if we go back to this past offseason, the teams that he was rumored to be interested in, Chicago Bears, who now have Justin Fields, could be a trade. Dallas Cowboys, that ain't happening. That got the contract. New Orleans Saints, who are aiming to start Taysom Hill at quarterback this week, which could be replaced. Uh, Las Vegas Raiders. We'll see how that one goes. And uh, let's see here. Oh, and I think those are the, and those are the teams that I had uh, marked down. Um, and Washington football team could be an option. Denver Broncos could be an option. Carolina Panthers could be an option. Looking at those teams and maybe some another one outside of the box, give me the best fit for Russell Wilson in 2022. Man, he is Russell Wilson. So any one of those teams you put them with, they immediately turn. If they was a C, they go to a B. If they was a B, they go to an A. So Russell Wilson make the fit, man. He he's he's one of those quarterbacks where he make the fit wherever he go, man. So if you add him to the Houston Texans, they they immediately become a, a, a contender in the South at least. You know what I'm saying? In the AFC South, you know what I'm saying? So it's all about Russell, man. It's all about where he wanna go, where he wanna live. It's, it gotta be one of those teams he named. Uh 
like I like I like the the situation in New Orleans, man. I think they got a perfect team. All they need is to insert a quarterback, a real leader, a real winner at quarterback, and they'd be right back where they was with Drew. So that New Orleans situation would look very entertaining to me if I was if I was Russell. And it looks like that maybe that would be something that would get uh, Michael Thomas back on the field or make him uh, back to being the star that he was at the wide receivers position. Obviously, he's been hurt uh, this season, and Alvin Kamara might not be playing this week as well. We'll see how that uh, goes down. All right, before we get to our betting segment, let's talk about the no-fly zone power rankings. You, who would know DBs very well, tell me what you got for week 13. Week 13, no-fly zone rankings. We got the Patriots remain at number one, man. J.C. Jackson, pick magnet. He getting a bunch of interceptions. He doing his thing. We got we to gotta spend some time talking about J.C., man. I got to show him some love on one of these shows. Uh, Chiefs and the Cardinals both move up on the bye week. I don't drop guys out of my list on, on bye weeks, but you might move up. You know what I'm saying? The Cardinals, I mean, the, the Cowboys, Cowboys dropped out. Just leave it at that, man. The Cowboys, they dropped out this week, man. A.B. struggled. A lot of pass interference calls. Uh, you can't be no fly zone, uh, basically giving up the game on that side of the field. So the Cowboys drop out. Uh, who we got? Dolphins. Dolphins still playing ball, man. Another big win. Another low-scoring day against the Dolphins. And then the Browns, it was the Browns or the Packers. I was trying to see who I wanted to put in at number five. Browns or the Packers. The Packers gave up one too many big plays. Uh, I thought the Browns played good enough to win against the Ravens, man. Four interceptions, and they gave Baker a chance to win at the end of the game. So I went with the Browns. Uh, I went with the Browns at number five. Browns got like one hiccup in the last five weeks. Besides that, they playing great football. Playing great defense for sure. And those Miami Dolphins uh, held Cam Newton to five five completed passes uh, this past weekend. Or or you could say he completed seven and two of them were to the Miami Dolphins, however <laughs> you want to cut it. Uh, looking at the power rankings, though, one team that's absent, the Buffalo Bills, who have been there for the majority of the season for a good yeah. portion of the season, big-time injury for them. Uh, they pretty much are have been an elite secondary during this Josh Allen era. Tredavious White, torn ACL, done for the season. We're already seeing the Patriots move up in your power rankings because of the efficiency of Matt Jones and how that defense is. Now you add the probably the best defensive player on the Buffalo Bills done for the season and it's going to have to you imagine that's going to have to change them schematically. Uh how do they move forward and and what are your impressions of the Buffalo Bills post Tredavious White injury? Uh well, first of all, you know the Bills they always in a no-fly zone. They they had a little hiccup uh what last week or something like that. Came back, they could have easily got back in there this week, but that injury made me keep him at like six or seven just because going forward, man, they going to feel the effects of that, man. He's he's your guy who you lock on number ones when you really want to challenge them number ones. He's your interception guy, man. He's getting the ball. Him and Poirier get the ball. And uh, his presence is going to be missed, man. He's one of the top corners in the league. So anytime you lose that kind, that kind of guy, a, a guy on Madden, he got the X on him. You know what I'm saying? He's one of the X factors on your team. So anytime you lose one of those guys – you gonna feel the effects of that on defense, man. That's a reason why he got that X on him, and you don't, you don't, you don't really miss it until it's gone. So hopefully they, they, I don't, they won't change their schemes. They're not that kind of defense. They're not gonna change the schemes up. They're gonna plug and play, man. They're gonna plug the next guy in, and they're gonna play. But it won't be as productive as Tre'Davious White. I think their defense will still be able to hold up, but him being missing will be the reason this year why they don't get past Kansas City or whoever in the playoffs this year. Now they got a built-in excuse. You don't got your Davies White. 
Mm, a lot more pressure on Josh Allen in that offense who's been struggling relatively uh, and really haven't really found a, a comfort zone with that running game. Just recently, Matt Breida has popped up as one of their running backs who's uh, been productive. He's nice. So He's nice, though. He, he is nice, but it, it, it does open up an amount of uncertainty uh, with their future, at least for this season. Uh, speaking of the Patriots, they, I mean, of the Bills, they play the Patriots on Monday Night Football. There's a big set of games uh, this weekend for Week 13. When we come back, we'll do our best bets. Back with more Cold to the Booth, getting to our best bet segments for Week 13. Akeem's there, I'm here, and you know how we do. Paul Aspen, our producer, jumping in, our betting expert. Paul, please give us a recap of what happened in Week 12. So it was a good week for Harrison. Got the Bucks with uh, Leonard Fournette walking it off for him. That was that was because I was on the Bucks minus three too. That was nice. That was nice to see breaking off that, that was. touchdown. That was so covered there. And then the Chargers Broncos under hit. Uh, unfortunately, Keeb and I did not do so well. Keeb, the Chargers. Uh, I don't know. A weird game. Weird game. They just did not show up in Denver. It's one of the really, teams so. you got to just stay away from, man. You don't know what yeah. what team you're gonna get with the Chargers. Yep. And Vikings. I mean. It was probably the wrong side, but Kirk had a chance on fourth and goal when he wasn't lining up under the guard. Right. And he also, uh, you know, that drive at the end. So Vikings fell apart. So two L's for us. But uh, Shake Harrison, back, man, you... Paul. Let's get it. Yeah, let's go. A lot of teaser yeah, options I... this week. A lot of teaser options. A lot of teaser options. options. Let me start it off with the teaser options You first. go. You go. Yeah. Go ahead. Wait, go ahead. Wait, wait, give wait, us what you got. Here we go. Uh, first, I'm going to go. I'm going to give you a nice little two pick. I'm going to go Bears. They they plus eight. We're gonna tease that up six. So we go Bears plus fourteen. At home. Now we at home against the Cardinals, but we at home in the cold with that high ass grass. It's gonna be a slow surface. Kyler first game back. He probably, you know what I'm saying? He gotta get his rhythm back. It's the Cardinals gonna win. They're not gonna win by 14, though. Slow the game down, run the ball. And then the same thing, I'm gonna go Broncos on the road. Plus 16. So I think the Chiefs going to win. They might get the dub, but I think the Broncos slow the game down. They run the ball, slow the game down. Chiefs defense has been playing better, but it's a division game, man. I don't think the Broncos go lose by 16. And and going by your rules, Akeem, we all know how teams do on Monday, on primetime, and that's a Sunday night exactly, football game. Exactly. Primetime period. Primetime dogs been picking up for me this year, so I'm going to keep riding with them. I ain't mad at that. And speaking of those Broncos, we will discuss them in our Broncos Focus show. That will come Thursday right here on our podcast feed. And obviously, if you're from the Rocky Mountain region, you can catch that Wednesday on Altitude uh, TV. I'm going to go to my picks for this week. Uh, last week, I felt really good about an under. And this week, I feel really good about an under again. So the Chargers and the Denver Broncos could not get to 47 and a half. I think that final line was 48. Well, the Minnesota Vikings and the Detroit Lions somehow have a 47 over under. I don't understand how Vegas believes that the Detroit Lions can be capable of scoring that many points. First, you have Dalvin Cook, who's out with an injury. Uh, and then you also have the fact that the Detroit Lions just aren't a good football team. And the Minnesota Vikings, after losing this past week, are determined to win this week. I'm almost tempted to take them laying seven as well. So the under... 47 and lane seven against the Detroit Lions team who's also going to be out be without DeAndre Swift there is no way I see the Detroit Lions uh, this game going over 47 and there's no way I could see Detroit Lions even coming close in this matchup Minnesota trying to get into the playoffs I like them under 47 over under 47 and laying the seven points a I like thoughts it. 
I like it. I like it. I like it. I might put that in. That's a two pick. I might ride with one game, same game, little two pick. I might put that in just like that. I, I just might. don't see forty-seven points. I ain't I gonna know. lie. I might tease it down to Minnesota minus one because I'm scared a little bit. You know what I'm saying with no cook. But even when I tease it now, that forty-seven to go to fifty-three. Now to be under fifty-three, and and. Vikings minus one. You know what I'm saying that's how I'm gonna do it this weekend. But I like your pick, though, Harrison. Thank you, sir. Paul, what you got? I, I was going like this because I think you gave my teaser the kiss of death. Like I can't see <laughs> the Lions winning that game, so <laughs> I'm going. Oh, hey, you see, so, I got scared. I teased it down. I think they, I think they win, but man, hey, the Lions yeah. been putting pressure on people all year now. So that is my best bet. So I'm actually going on the other side of that Arizona-Chicago teaser. So I'm teasing the Cardinals. I see a 7.5 out there, so I'm going to tease that down to 1.5. And, mm-hmm. and I'm going to pair that with a Vikings minus 1. So, uh, again, I don't see how the you – know, We're in the I think same the Cardinals, field, though. You know we're all in the same yeah, – We're all in the yeah. same field. So that's, that's a feel-good situation. Yeah, it's a good, good team bet. Yeah. So different sides of it. But uh, so the, the Cardinals – this might be a mistake, but I'm going to tease them with a lot of things. My best bet is Cardinals-Vikings, but there's a lot of options there. I've also got Cardinals down to one and a half with the Colts, minus two and a half at the Texans. I like that. Um, so that's a teaser. You could tease. Uh, I'm not going to do the Eagles because we don't know about Jalen Hurts right now. Um, but you can do the Cardinals down to one and a half to the Chargers up to plus nine against the Bengals. You can do the Giants up to plus nine against the Dolphins. You can do the football team up to eight and a half against the Raiders. So I'm going to be doing the Cardinals, pairing them with a lot of different sides in teasers. And then one future for you, because you know I got to. There we so go. We, ta- we talked about it a little bit last week. Uh, Cooper Cup did not get in the end zone. Mike Evans did not get in the end zone. Adam Thielen did. So he is now tied with those guys, all at 10 touchdowns. I'm going to go with Tyreek at 10-1 to 1 to lead the NFL in, t- in touchdown receptions. The Chiefs. All the defenses they're facing, except for the Chargers, are in the bottom half of the league in pass defense. So you got the the Broncos are actually in the bottom half. They face them twice. Raiders, bottom half. Steelers, bottom half, which is kind of surprising, but they've been a little banged up. And the Bengals, bottom half of the league. So I think if the Chiefs are going to make a run here, they're going to go to Tyreek. He's also tied for second in the league with the most red zone targets. He just hasn't been in the end zone. So that's a future for you guys as well. Yeah, I like that because the Chiefs hit and they stride too. They finna start putting some points on the board. Interest, it's, interestingly enough, Adam Thielen does have a chance as well because you mentioned uh, Dalvin Cook because we know Dalvin Cook is going to be out for at least maybe two weeks, and there's a chance that he could be out for even longer than that. They got the Detroit Lions, the Pittsburgh Steelers, Chicago Bears. They get the Rams, but you know you assume that Jalen Ramsey is going to be more focused in on Justin Jefferson, Green Bay, then Chicago. Adam Thielen might not be... A bad option as well. He obviously, I think the odds are probably favoring him more, right? There's a bigger return on plus six fifty, Paul, right? Because he always, yeah. yeah, he always scored 14, 15 tubs. So they know what time it is with Thielen. I would know he was on my fo- fantasy football team. I would also know that he's not, he's not, uh, he's not the key to winning. The key to winning is playing your best players, and I didn't do that when I played a key this past week. That's another story for the another. That's another I mean, story for another we could show. just we could just fast forward to the championship where it's me against the key. I mean, yeah, I don't hey, want to. Hey, that's cool with me. That's cool with me, Paul. Yeah. Man, we know what time it is. I had Sorry, and, look. I had, I had yeah, I had yeah. Andrews on the bench. You know what I'm saying? He scored 17 or something like that. So even if you would have had them guys in, Harrison, I don't know if you'd have been straight, bro. I just scraped you by like 35. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> with Andrews on the bench, so I don't I don't know, bro. 
If you would have put yeah. those guys in, but I put Andrews in, you still would have lost by 10 or something like that. I don't know about that Monday morning quarterback in Harrison. <laughs> it's been uh, it's been an enjoyable show for all of us involved. Akib Talib, Paul Aspen, uh, myself, shout out Thomas in the background, and to anybody else in the fantasy football world who sat Leonard Fournette this weekend, I feel for you. See you That's next week. Ball.